Most days, Elizabeth Zerlow felt that her life had somehow swallowed her up. She no longer knew who she was inside. The external forces in her life defined her whole being. She was Peter's wife, Mrs. Zerlow. She was Teddy and Sydney's mom. And at work, where she was a preschool special education teacher, she was Miss Elizabeth. A lifetime ago, she had been known as Liza. But no one called her that anymore. Despite this wide array of titles, Elizabeth no longer knew who she was inside. Her life was a chaotic mess, running from one place to another, trying desperately to balance the demands of motherhood, running a household, being personal assistant to her ever-forgetful husband, and taking care of her students' needs. There were simply not enough hours in the day to do all this and care for herself as well. It was hard to believe that one can be burned out by the age of 34, but that is exactly how Elizabeth felt. Burned out, used up, empty. She was in desperate need of a recharge. She sighed as she filled out the dry erase board for the month. It was already the fourth of the month and she was behind, just putting the new month out now. It was only the second month of school and she was behind the eight ball. She was painfully anal as she color-coded the activities for the family, feeling that if she could neatly organize her life on the board, then it would fall into place in reality. Black for her, red for Peter, blue for Teddy, and purple for Sydney. A little orange pumpkin on Halloween. Slowly, square after square became filled in, until there were only about five empty during the entire month. Dance lessons, piano lessons, baseball, PTA meetings, dentist appointments, work meetings, birthday parties, school projects, no school next Monday. This was Elizabeth's life month after month. There would be no break, no recharging this month. She copied the information to the calendar from her ever-trusty iPhone, knowing full well that no one in her family ever looked at the calendar. But still, she tried, knowing the key to a smoothly running household was clear communication. She turned away from the calendar and noticed the crumbs all over the floor. She plugged the vacuum in and did a quick sweep of the kitchen, She parked the vacuum in a corner of the kitchen, carefully moving the cord out of the way. Peter hated that she left the vacuum out. But he was too passive-aggressive to have an actual battle about it. When he noticed it, he would carry it down to the basement to get it out of the way. Elizabeth used it almost every day to clean up after Teddy and Sydney, and after the cats, and after each meal. She would turn around looking for the vacuum, only to find that Peter had helped her by putting it away. Predictably, she would then lose it and start yelling at him. Anyway, Elizabeth had no desire to repeat this fight yet again, but did not want to carry the vacuum up and down the stairs either. It was another thing that made Elizabeth tired. And it was only Monday morning. Elizabeth yelled up the stairs to the kids, and they came barreling down, pushing and shoving, each one wanting to be first. Stop, guys, she warned. 
Mom, he pushed me, Sidney whined. Did not, you cut me off, Teddy replied, shoving his sister. A few more jabs were thrown while the pair descended the stairs. Enough, both of you, Elizabeth yelled. Someone is going to get hurt. The shoving continued. Sit down now. Elizabeth started slamming cabinets and dishes. She saw Peter coming down the stairs and couldn't miss the dirty look he gave her. He hated her yelling, but he never looked at why she was yelling, only that she was. She turned her back, took a deep breath, rearranged her face to something more resembling calmness, and turned back to face her children.